Welcome to the third podcast of Millinery.info. Today we're speaking with Catherine Allen, the owner of The Essential Hat in High Street Paran in Melbourne and the founder of the Melbourne International Millinery Competition, also known as MIMSI. 2017 is going to be the first year that MIMSI has run and today we speak with Catherine about the development of the project. Thank you for joining us today, Catherine, in your beautiful hat shop in Melbourne, Australia. Could you tell us a little bit about the concept of where the competition came from? Um, hello, Lauren. It's lovely to have you here too, as always. Um, the competition came about after a little bit of discussion um, last year amongst the team. Um, in previous years, we had um, we opened up our window in February to display hats by Australian milliners who had taken part in the Oaks Day competition at Flemington. And um, we had a really good um, response the first couple of years, but this year we only had a few. So I did wonder what we could do to improve that or what, um, what, are, what other um, um, event we could hold if this one wasn't so popular. Um, because February for me is, is quite a quiet month and I need to have some interest. Um, so we decided that, um, uh, that we would ask international milliners if they would like to display their hats as an exhibition. And then I thought, well, if we're going to have people send us their hats, why don't we have a competition? And then all of a sudden we had these grand ideas about having this enormous international competition and flying people over and asking Philip Tracy, etc., etc. And of course, like all big ideas, they get pulled back a little. And um, um, but we do have the uh, the competition is now open and running. Registrations are coming in. We have about fifty three people registered already, and um, about half of those are from uh, Australia. About half of them from international. In fact, um, uh, yesterday we had we had um, an entry from Japan, which was great. And the Japanese are terrific with their hats. Um, we've got um, we've got someone from India, uh, Belgium, Germany. Denmark, all sorts of places, America, etc. So, and we'll have more coming in. So, I'm really excited about the international feel that we'll have. Fantastic. So, who's eligible to send you a hat? Send you a hat. Anyone who could, who wants to make a hat anywhere in the world can send a hat. So, it doesn't matter if you're a student, um, uh, an amateur milliner, whether you're a full-time professional. Goodness me, if you're Stephen Jones, you can send us a hat. But I'm sure you're sure he'll never hear about it. Um, but for example, we have some big name milliners sending us hats. We have um, Louise McDonald um, uh, from Melbourne and um, and Felicity Northeast um, as well, who is um, who's got a very high profile in Melbourne. And there are more, and I can give you their names so that I don't have to think about them. <laughs> yeah. So, are there particular categories within the competition? We we decided that we wouldn't set up categories this year. Um, we thought this year we'd start off small. If it becomes a popular competition and we do it again next year and the year after, um, based on the number of entries, we'll see if we if we need to to split that because we really don't know what's going to be sent to us yet. Um, we might get um, we might get half the people sending felt hats and half people sending straw hats. In which case that would be a really you know natural category uh, to form. Um, we might get half of the people as amateurs or students and the other half as professionals or semi-professionals and again that might be a natural category but we won't really know until we've been through this first year. Um, but yeah, if we can do categories and get more prizes then of course. And who is judging the competition? 
Ah, breaking news. <laughs> How exciting. Uh, millinery.info, you're always the first to know. <laughs> um, uh, one of our judges is Serena Linderman. Um, many of you know Serena. She hosts two um, uh, very well, um, what's named, Facebook groups. The she's founder the, of the she, millinery. Yeah, she's the administrator of the Milliners Facebook group and also the International Milliners Showcase group. Um, so a lot of people know, know Serena. She's also the um, millinery teacher at our local um, uh, TAFE, our, our training fashion institute. So she's the one that teaches all these millinery techniques to the new students. So she should know what to look for when we're looking at the technical aspect. Um, so I'm really happy to have her in board, on, on board. The other um, judge that I've managed to get is um, the president of the Millinery Association of Australia, Rose Hudson. Uh, Rose Hudson is not so um, well known in fashion millinery, but she's certainly well known in theatrical millinery. Where she's, she's been working as a milliner for over 30 years, I think. Um, and she also runs her own private school, the very, very, very strict school of millinery, which some of you may have heard of also. Is there a particular criteria that you have laid out for the judges selection? The judges? Oh, back from my corporate days, we used to do um, prioritisation matrices. <laughs> Does it sound very formal? Oh, gosh. It's... Um, uh, so it's it's a funny old thing. You you work out what you want to judge judge the hats on. So technical ability, style, originality. There was one other I can't remember. And then you you put a you put a weight as to each of those. So what's more important, originality or technical ability? Um, and once you've weighted those, then you go to every single hat and you judge each hat against each other hat on every category. And then you run it through this Excel program and you come out with an answer. And hopefully it's the right one. But you know what? You know what happens when you when you see hats coming out on stage? There's always that one that is just, you just know it's the one. I, that may happen, it may not. But, you know, we'll, we'll use um, good judgment. Um, we might find that there's someone who just makes the most fantastic looking hat but doesn't, you know, it's not really put together as well as I would have thought it should. And maybe we'll end up giving first prize to that as an encouragement, or maybe we'll have a special encouragement award, I don't know. Yeah, to be determined. So in terms of, you've got, I've seen on the website, there are some fabulous partnerships lined up. Can yep. you tell us who you've been able to partner with for this event? Well, the very first sponsor, as always, of these things is House of the Dawn, um, Kim she just jumps at a chance to help us out with these things, which is wonderful. So she's giving us several hundred dollars worth of um, materials and tools. Um, Hat Blocks Australia, Daryl and Doug, um, are also giving, an, um, giving away a voucher for a hat block. And of course, that's a terrific thing to have a voucher because it can be mailed anywhere in the world. Guy Morse Brown, hat block maker in the UK, has also given us, I think, 400 pound voucher. Um, there's an offshoot of Guy Morse Brown, which is Hat Talk, and um, they're also sponsoring us and um, have a subscription for us. The Hat Magazine, of course, as always. Carol's very um, generous uh, with supporting this sort of thing. 
somebody else. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, the essential hat. Oh, let me tell you about the essential hat. Tell us more about the essential hat. Oh, the essential hat. A red out hat um uh the essential hat um which is my little business and of course you know this is my little competition we're putting together so there will be a one thousand dollar cash prize for first prize and a five hundred dollar cash second prize and i think you need to really push for good prizes and big prizes in order to get you know the, the fantastic entrance so i'm really happy to save my pennies and put put towards that um for a terrific competition fantastic so what happens once the hats arrive at the shop what yep. happens with them all right well that is a good question oh i must remember to tell you we also have just got on board the hat academy yeah we wanted um some sort of educational prize um but i and i couldn't afford to fly someone to chateau de mar or someone from europe over to hats off in adelaide but elaine came up with a, a voucher for online um education and so that just works so well thank you thank you Elaine. yeah brilliant and that's fantastic because it's um an online service so you can access it from anywhere, anywhere and that's in what the, world. the great advantage of them is, is exactly remote wise for people who don't have access to yeah. classes it's online yeah anyone can get to it yeah it's terrific it's terrific um so when the hats arrive and we've already had what one arrive um they're obviously ticked off in the database that they've arrived um at the moment they are just going in the storeroom unopened the point being is that if I open a box now and look at a hat, I've got that hat in my head for longer than the hat that comes in in the beginning of January, and it's unfair. So we will open all the boxes together after the closing date. The entry is already numbered. That, that happens automatically when you register. Um, so the hats will be photographed and numbered and recorded and photographed so that we have a, a record of them and we can use some of those photographs for promotion um, to show what we've had come in um, and then the judging um, will be set up and begun. We, I still need another couple of judges as well so I'm, I'm still thinking about who that's going to be because I'd like someone more from our customer base, um, maybe from the Jewish community um, as well as the racing community because there's a, there's a lot of different um, people who wear hats in this and town. it's not necessarily for Melbourne Melbourne Cup is such a, a a key player but there are hats for all occasions so it's oh not goodness. necessarily yeah. focused on a spring carnival hat necessarily not not at all especially with half of the hats coming from overseas you know it'll be it'll be completely different yeah it's fantastic mm. um so how can someone enter if they're interested if you would like to enter the competition you can go to our website which is uh, mimc.com.au mimc.com.au and um, you can register um, as a milliner fill in your details let us know where you're from and there's a registration fee and that will all come through to me and I will be sending out more details about uh, the competition as they come up and when do people's hats need to get to you by? They need to be here by the 27th of January 2017 it will be a very busy day. <laughs> yes, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> and I also see you've got a partnership with the National Trust and you have an event happening at La Bassa House. Yes, um, it's a different sort of partnership, not necessarily a, a sponsorship. Um, we did an exhibition with the Millinery Association last year um, and it went it went down very, very well. La Bassa is um, a historic mansion um, in Melbourne, in the suburbs. They only open it one day a month 
uh, the third Sunday of the month. And um, we were invited to show our hats, so we brought lots of theatrical hats in and spring racing hats and showed them around. And the National Trust's numbers went up. They made more money in their tea room um, than they ever had done before, you know, about 300%. Um, so they're very keen to do it again and get, and get themselves on the National Trust map. Um, so I've applied to have an evening event following their open day in February. So we'll do... Um, an open day exhibition of all of the hats, as many as we can get in there, and visitors to La Barsa, the historic mansion, um, will be able to view the hats free of charge, uh, just as part of their entry to the house. And then in the evening we have a ticketed event which will be a catwalk, where we're, I think we're, we can have about 80 people, and we'll have a little bit of um, uh, nibbles and bubbles um, to see us on our way and uh, show the finalists on our catwalk and announce the winners and give out the prizes. Um, and I also have that up on the um, National Trust website already? Yes, it's on the National Trust website. Um, we also, if you want to buy tickets to the, the evening event, um, they are now online. That was put up this morning. Um, so that is $30 a ticket. And as I said, there's only 80 of them. So an exclusive event? Um, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and if you're an entrant and you are going to submit a hat, you also need to buy a ticket for the event? You do if you want to come to the evening. That was, that's a very good question, Lauren, because you know, we're tossing up this idea of is entry to the, the finale um, included in the ticket? And it would be very unfair on international um, en entrants um, if we did that because you know, they wouldn't be able to come, most of them. Um, so we have split, um, split that fee. Do you have any tips for entrants with their pieces? Um, tips. Yeah, do something I haven't seen before. Do something interesting. Maybe even um, something, um, maybe, maybe a, a simple hat with a different type of material. Or maybe um, a, a completely different hat but using traditional millinery materials. Um, or, you know, a few years ago I, did, I made the macaroon hat which was something completely different but used um, traditional sizal, you know, materials. And, you know, that was a very joyful sort of a hat. You know, it's, it's about surprise and, and it's about the ooh-ah moment. Um, and it's also about fabulous um, uh, technical ability too. Is there any other competition like Mimsy developed out in the world? I don't know about the rest. Well, it's, it's a difficult thing to compare, but of course... Um, we have a competition with the Millinery Association, which is members only. There's another millinery competition that the Victorian Racing Club runs, um, which is bang in the middle of the Spring Carnival, Racing Carnival. Um, but that's also um, mostly just to be Australian milliners. They're starting to expand it now. So I think this is a little bit special. Um, maybe in years to come, if it is successful, we'll expand it to, to have more of an emphasis on um, hats and education and workshops for, you know, maybe have a hat week or a little festival uh, like Cousard does in France. Um, but at the, the moment, we'll just, we'll just take it slowly and see what happens. And celebrate good hats. Celebrate good hats. So what can entrants look forward to taking away if they win with one of their pieces? Um, well, as well as the wonderful prizes that we're giving away, um, we've also come up with um, an idea, and I've been emailing the people who have registered, that they send us half a dozen of their 
um, labels, the labels they normally put in their hats. And we are going to um, make some fantastic aprons with our logos and we'll hand sew all the labels on and the first and second prize will get one of the aprons and we'll have a few on hand then to maybe use as gifts or as an additional prizes if we see fit at the time. So we're, we're quite, ex quite excited about that idea. That's a very unique experience to yeah. have a collection of international milliners labels. It will be, won't it? And then you'll, you'll, you'll be able to keep that for years and see well, I remember that young milliner when she did this competition way back in 2017. It's exciting. And is there a forum uh, for the pieces to be sold once they arrive? Um, ha that hasn't been completely thought through at the moment. I have asked um, the milliners if they would like to sell their pieces to let me know because it's nice to show your, your hats off but it's also it's always nice to sell a piece. So. What I plan to do is to have private viewing um, at my premises, my shop premises, um, for some of my special customers to see if they what they think of these, have a people's choice um, uh, competition, little award, and if anyone is interested in buying any of the pieces, um, I can then contact the milliners involved and see if they're interested in selling. So there, there is a chance to get your name on someone's head in Australia. Mm. And for those who are international, um, can you describe what the Australian market is like and how it might contrast to someone else's? The Australian market. Australians need hats to wear to protect them from the weather. It's always sunny in Australia. Um, and we need to protect ourselves from the sun in the, um, in the summer as well as in the winter. We also have a huge horse racing festival um, one of the biggest in the world. It's extraordinary, the hats that we make for the spring racing carnival. Um, so there's a good market to sell a hat. Um, in the area where we are now, um, it's also a large Jewish community and there's quite a specific uh, style of hat as well that, um, that our customers wear to synagogue. Um, so something modern and sharp and cool and restrained is also a really good idea. So it's quite a varied market. Very varied market, yeah, yeah. And we also love the winter hats too because it's it's a nice fashion statement on a on a miserable cold day. So how can people stay up to date with what's happening with the competition? Uh, we have a Facebook group that now has over uh, two hundred members. Not not all of those members have registered yet, but I hope they will. Um, so we're trying to um, just post information about how the, the, the planning is going for the event, how many people who've um, applied, and also pass on a little bit of information about our sponsors as well. Um, I don't expect it to be a huge hub of information like um, uh, the Milliners Facebook group or anything, but it's just somewhere where people can come, come and visit and maybe see photos um, of the event and some of the hats that come in as well. Thank you so much, Catherine, for allowing us to come into your store and speak about hats. Um, get your entries ready for the Melbourne International Millinery Competition. We look forward to seeing what you send in and we'll keep you posted about any other opportunities coming up. Thank you, Lauren. It's been a pleasure.